For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back. This is the Horns Up Talking Texas podcast, also the Charity Stripe Boys on 1090. The mightier, our guest today, I think, Nick, you and I did this one together, this interview. Is he your favorite announcer of all time? Because he's my – he truthfully – Gus Johnson truthfully is my favorite announcer of all time. Yeah, Gus Johnson is a legend, um, especially for us as Texas fans. He's called a lot of our games. Um, he was the voice of Madden for a while. I think for our generation, guys who are in their early 20s to probably – mid thirties resonate with him the most just because he started kind of to become a household name when we were younger. And of course, as I mentioned, Madden, um, but yeah, he's electric. Anything he says, any game he calls, you know, he's going to bring all of the energy and tear the house down no matter how yeah. boring the game is. He makes <laughs> it fun. Yeah. I mean, you'll hear his favorite sports memory ever. I love a couple, just to tease a couple questions. You know, we asked him his favorite sports memory. Uh, what I was alluding meant to allude to was his favorite sports call he's done, which was, I thought an interesting answer, which some Very people, some people were telling us before what they thought it would be. Uh, you came up with the question beforehand, which I thought was a great question. Nick was, if there was one moment in history, he could call, what would it be? And his answer for that, that I think, there's always, there's usually oftentimes in a show where we ask a guest a question and their answer really blows my mind. I mm -hmm. think that was an awesome answer. He knew right away what he was going to say. So we'll let the listeners take a listen here. Yeah. Um, pretty electric stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. All right. Enjoy this, guys. We'll be back in just a hot second. We're back once again. And our guest today, I'm going to say it. I'm going to do it. The most legendary voice in the history of college sports we have gus johnson joining the show today gus how you doing man gosh nick what's up guys good to be with you man i'll see you representing your colors there yes we are we're gonna horns. get into we're gonna get into the horns for sure we see in your background though uh hamptons by hilton and we know that everyone recognizes your voice but they may recognize your face right now doing a little commercial work we're seeing it on the big screen uh, as we're watching the games past couple weekends and is it fair to say, Gus, that maybe the biggest blessing and also maybe the biggest curse of your job is how much you travel and how much has the Hamptons Hilton really meant to you over the years? You know what, man? I tell you, I've formed this partnership with uh, Hampton by Hilton, and it's just a wonderful partnership because I really want to get the message. I travel for 30 years, man, probably longer than you've been alive. Mm -hmm. I'm on the road. This is actually my 14th straight week on the road this weekend. And. The most important thing is to be able 
to get some rest when you travel. And for me, a Hampton by Hilton Hotel gives me an opportunity for consistency and quality. When I go into the hotel, I know that I'm going to sleep good. You know, the rooms are modernized and it's not going to be overly expensive. And in the mm. morning, I'm going to get up and wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey, baby. I got something good. Hey, breakfast. breakfast. There you we know? go. And it's not a burrito in a in a microwave. I mean, it's all it's home cooked. It feels like home cooking. So those are the things that are important, you know, and in terms of the Hampton hotels being near you 30 minutes away. All right. You are 30 minutes away from a Hampton uh, by Hilton Hotel, no matter where you are in the country. Like right now, you're 30 minutes or less away. So that's the deal. I want to let people know that when they're traveling with their families or when they're traveling on business, this is a quality, affordable place that you can go to and have a great vibe, get some rest, and get up in the morning, get something to eat, and, and have a, a wonderful day as you proceed. 30 minutes or less. That's impressive in Los Angeles. I got to oh, yeah. say, right. 30 minutes. <laughs> if right. I guess if I get anywhere 30 minutes or less, I'm stoked in Los Angeles, man. That's crazy. And college football though. It's, it's been a crazy year. We bring up our longhorns. Would you consider the season for us a success? Very much. So what's their record? Rating right four. four. Yeah, man. Come on. What are you talking about? They're going to play well, the game. They, they've done a great job. They took Alabama in the deep water. Yeah, yours got hurt. If yours doesn't get hurt in that game, who knows? And then yours misses a couple of games. I see what his card entered the transfer portal, right? Yeah, yeah he yeah. did. Yeah, so he's going to leave. But you got Arch Manning coming. So I think Sark has done a great job in only his second year. I know you Texas fans sometimes have unrealistic expectations. Hey, you called the Knicks too, so you're familiar with unrealistic expectations, my friend. <laughs> oh, you're you must be. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. So, but that's a whole nother story. But uh, I think Texas, I think Sark has done a wonderful job, and I think uh, there's a lot of positivity heading into the future. He's got players coming in there, five star guys. Um, he's creating a culture, creating a philosophy, and uh, I know Texas wants to compete for national championships. But as they say, Rome was not built in a day. And it's going to take some time, and I think Texas is on the right track. I'm right there with you, man. It took time for Kirby Smart to get his first natty, and it's it's going to take some time for Sark to get his sea legs. But into that, that change that we have going on, Texas potentially or actually moving to the SEC, <coughs> I'm not sure when that's going to happen, but OU as well. What do you make of all that? How do you make of the landscape of the shuffling of uh, UCLA and USC going over to the Big Ten? What do you make of all this? Well, conference realignment is part of the deal now. This is you're watching the evolution of the sport. And I think that with NIL and the transfer portal and conference realignment, this is exciting. You know, I'm so happy for NIL. I'm happy that these players can make some money. It's a great job coming out of high school. Um, especially when you consider that you know, African-American players are getting an opportunity. A lot of these kids come from poor backgrounds and now they have an opportunity to make some money and have nice jobs as they, you know, they work their way through college. Uh, I think that's wonderful. Conference realignment, you know, you're going to miss some of the traditions. But, you know, with Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC, now old traditions are going to be renewed. Mm -hmm. We're going to see Texas, Texas A&M. That's awesome. Oklahoma, Texas A&M. That's going to be awesome. Those games yeah, are going yeah. to be wonderful. UCLA, now you're going to start some new traditions. UCLA, yep. 
USC going to the Big Ten. How about Michigan taking on USC in Southern California in October? Oh, you crazy. know they're happy about that. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, how, about, how about UCLA going to Penn State in November when yeah. there's a snowstorm? I talked to Chip <laughs> Kelly about that the other day. I was like, yeah, you soft California dudes. You're coming to the <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You better wear your long johns, guys. So Y'all going to learn today, 100%. Right? Yeah, I mean, you're going to see these West Coast teams playing some cold weather. That's going to be great. You're going to see Midwestern teams go out and play in sunny Southern California in November and October. So I just think it's wonderful. It's exciting. It's new. Um, and it's a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. We ha- And plus, with the, with the college football playoff uh, hopefully expanding to 12 teams, there's more excitement there. So I just think we're in a golden age for the sport right now, and I just love it. Yeah. yeah, and off that, you mentioned NIL. We see a lot of guys getting pretty big bags due to their NIL, which I love. I mean, love these guys getting the best op- their opportunities possible. How much do you think that's affecting guys staying in college rather than going straight to the league after their junior season? Well, if you're one of those top players, you got to go to the league when you can. So Bijan's gone. Yeah, he probably should be gone. Yeah. He probably should have went last year. But... <laughs> You know, I heard he's rolling around in a Lamborghini or something like that on campus, but he's making money. But then there's the NFL and, you know, he's a running back. So he's got young legs. So you're not going to get that money back if you don't go, Um, especially if he's going to be a first round draft pick. And I think I think we're getting ready to see a shift in the NFL. I would bet a dollar on this. You know, lately running backs have been taken in the second round. I think we're going to start seeing running backs taken earlier now, back in the first round, because. You know, I think we live in a past happy age and it's just too much, you know, throwing the ball 50 times a game. It's just it's just not good for your franchise because you don't want to establish a certain kind of physicality. So you're going to run, want good backs. Um, so I, I, I don't know about B. John Robinson. He's a wonderful player, though. I really like watching him play. He's got a lot of shake. Uh, but I, I love the NIL for the kids. I love, you know, it's going to take some time for them to adjust. Mm-hmm. to understand how to handle that money and understand, you know, I'm sure they're going to have people picking that up from their family. Yeah. But, you know, as my father used to say, son, a friend is a dollar in your pocket. And I'm happy. <laughs> I, I love it. That's love true. It, love Gus, it. we have some quick rapid fires for you, man, if you don't mind before we let you go. Uh, what's your favorite call you've ever done? Oh, you can't ask me that. Princeton, UCLA, 1996. Princeton beat the defending national champions on a backdoor cut. They beat them their way. Okay. Okay. What What's a call in history that you did not get to make that you wish you made? Jesse Owens winning four gold medals oh. at the 1936 Berlin Olympics in front of an awful human being who was promoting a master race. And he beat the Nazis and allowed everybody to understand that those guys could be beat. And he made Ohio State the world-famous Ohio State University. Last one, we ask all our guests this. Could be from you playing, could be from you doing anything in your whole life. What is your favorite sports memory ever? Ah, All of them. You know, all of them. I just don't have one favorite I have. Well, actually, my favorite sports memory ever is when my son, in his uh, peewee game, hit the game-winning free throws to win the game, and he was only – Nine years old. Oh, we love That's that. That's amazing. And speaking of free throws, if you don't mind giving us, it has to be in your most famous voice. 
This is the charity stripe. Hit your free throws because they're free. If you don't mind giving us a little tagline. All right. This is the charity stripe. Hit your free throws because they're free. Gus Johnson, you're a legend. Thank you so much. Man. Can't wait to listen to you the rest of the season, man. Take All care. Right. Hook them. Hook them, baby. baby. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his energy, like you could, it was so interesting, like listening through your internet. We actually never really do interview recaps, but so it's funny. The uh, well, it was such a short one that we needed to elaborate a little bit. Yeah, it's a quick one. You know, he got set up, and he was like, in those sometimes people don't understand is you could have these guys for a show if we booked them ourselves. Like if we book somebody ourselves, right? We have them usually for like a thirty to forty-five minute window. In right. this instance, like we were pitched Gus fortunately uh and we have him for like a 10 15 minute window they said and then they're always moving around um but it was great having him and he came on he was very nice he came we saw our horns gear but there were so many instances like you i felt like gus johnson like he was coming brewing. in the storm yeah the storm was brewing like he had little spurts of rain like you know and really just a cool guy listening to him talk nil listening to talk conference realignment like he's He's really been doing it for a long time, you know, and if we had him for long where he maybe would have, I would love to talk about Knicks and, you know, a little college hoops with him. But he, again, is such, such a legendary voice. And you know what? Like we typically don't do announcers. And I think the kind of, they're always, they really are always on the move. Like, like I know oh, yeah. he's promoting Hampton, Hampton Hilton, but that's really put, helped me put two and two together. Like he's always on the move. So it's tough to do with, which, you know, to do shows, he, these guys, he said 14 straight weeks, he was on the road. So, I mean, that's gotta be taxing on your body and on your mind as well. But, you know, for him to be able to kind of look past that and just get in the booth and make the most electric calls as possible. It's super impressive. Um, I mean, what I think about, we didn't really touch on is like, what's he doing for the holidays? Usually like, you know, is he with his family? What, what does he get to do? Like, does he have to miss those time with his family? Which, yeah, you know, we don't really, we don't really think about that. They, they mentioned that Troy Aikman and Joe Buck are celebrating Thanksgiving this year for the first time, um, I think in 20 years, because they've been doing Fox Sports every Thursday. Now they're on Monday night. So um, good for those guys. But yeah, this is a really fun one. I mean, he's just really a nice guy and he's really knowledgeable about college football and he loves our horns just like us. Yeah. I mean, it was a little sad to hear him put the nail in the coffin of what we already knew about B. John Robinson leaving, but it makes complete sense. I mean, we're not stupid. We, we, we know, honestly, no one is stupid here. If you think Bijan's going, if you think he's staying, um, you're delusional because this guy's a running back. If he's another position, maybe the consideration's a little bit higher, but he's a running back. You have to consider that you can get injured at the drop of a hat any given moment, and they have the most chances to get injured as well. And of course, you see it all the time in the NFL. Guys, guys phase out at the running back position because their legs aren't fresh enough. I mean, look Gurley. at Todd Gurley. <laughs> Jinx, you'll be a soda, yeah. dude. Yeah, he's like the he's the epitome of it. Honestly, like Look at – there was a point where it was like, look at Leonard Fournette. Like, he had a rejuvenation. But, like, he – the LSU ran him into the ground. Like, these guys have such a short shelf life. So, yeah, I mean, it would be – I hate to say this, you know, put words in his mouth and, and put words, you know, to him. But it would be foolish for him to stay because mm -hmm. just for his pro career. Right. Where – really quickly because we've never, you know, discussed this. Um, where's a good spot as you're seeing the season unfold? Like, where do you think he's going to go? It's really hard to say. I mean, a lot of teams nowadays kind of roll out a two running back or three running back committee. Um, so I don't think you can roll out anybody. 
I think that every team can be in the mix. If you're picking between the one and 20 range, I mean, realistically, he's probably going to go in the top 15. But if you're picking between one and 20, um, you're in the mix. Obviously, he's not going to go number one overall. I mean, that just isn't – it's not really a thing anymore for running backs. I would say you take him out of probably the top seven, right? I think eight and on is, is more safe. But, um, man, it's really hard to kind of wrap your head around it and see, like, who's actually – Honestly, if he goes to the Ravens, that'd be awesome for them. They've been like, yeah. they've been itching for like a good running back who's healthy for a long time, you know, with Dobbins going in and out and you know, they roll out Gus Edwards, they roll out Kenyon Drake. I mean, Mark Ingham was there for a while. Like that would be a really good fit for him. Can I ask you something? Go for it. What about your Chargers? Do you pick ahead of the Ravens as it stands right now? Yeah, that'd be nice too. Compliment complimentary to Austin Eckler. Um, you know, I think that's what they were kind of trying to do with Isaiah Spiller this year, who had been, um, you know, dealing with some injuries. But yeah, I mean, the Chargers rush like rush attack is the worst in the league, and somehow they have the number one fantasy running back in all of football. Fantasy versus reality, it's crazy. Yeah. That's where it, that's where it stems. All right, if you're listening to 1090, we'll be back in just a hot second. This is the Horns Up Talking Texas podcast. We're back at some point next week. Uh, Toss couldn't make it, so shout out to him. Quan is in Ireland having a Guinness. Uh, I feel like Quan's not a huge Guinness guy, so I think this would be a nice change of pace for him. We'll we'll hear his tales when he gets back. But I'm Josh Fisher, Nikki Snacks Kreider. We'll be back next time. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.